Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ultra wise guy got there. The last race of the season for any code was won by the new premiership winning trainers in harness racing, which is Steve and Amanda Telfer. They are a brother and sister team. As of today, they are joined by Hayden Cullen. So very quickly, Team Telfer will become Telfer Cullen Training Partnership. And Steve, congratulations on many things. We'll get to those in a second, but happy new year. Thank you for taking the time to join us this morning. No, yeah, happy new year to you, you and the listeners, Mick. Yeah. Mate, great way to cap and put an exclamation mark on your season. You won the Premiership, you and your sister, with enormous support from Steve Stockman from Stonewall Stud, support from your partner, Jill. You've won the Premiership and you've gone out in absolute style because a great training feat. You managed somehow to get Ultra Wise Guy to beat the dual New Zealand Cup winner. That must have been incredibly satisfying and must have felt quite apt yeah Lord Lukuka was yeah we um, you know he's always been quite a nice horse but we just felt down in the Christchurch campaign he was running good races without showing his normal his normal spark um, so we brought him home straight after the New Zealand free for all early November and put him through the centigraphy at Matamata and just found a couple of little things nothing major and um, yeah he slowly he slowly started to started to feel better and um you know he started to show a bit of spark and a, a bit of that arrogance he normally has on the track at home so um yeah I was I was really happy with his work leading into it um probably didn't think we could win beat the good horse um you know and he went very well last night um but um yeah no I was wrapped just to see him see him see him back to his best are your stable and your owners have put a lot of faith in Tim Williams as a driver, and we don't see many drivers who are flowing from the south to the north you know, on a semi-weekly basis. Um, that was a pearler last night from Timmy. Yeah, yeah, look, Tim, Tim's Tim got a good, great association with the horse. Um, yeah, he'd been down in Christchurch for probably over 12 months, and, um, you know, he he, um, he knew him well, and it was probably through his recommendation that we put him through the syntography. Um And, um, yeah, look, he um, yeah, he's... he's Cool and calm, and and um, nine times out of ten he pulls the right rein, Mick. So um, yeah, I was just really wrapped with him that um, you know he, he got his um, that was his hundredth one. So um, you know it was a big effort from him for the for the year. Yeah, one hundred wins for Tim Williams as a driver for the season. Um, the guy who ran second in that race, Blair Orange, won the drivers' premiership with one hundred and eighty-six premierships. They're on people's minds because you've just won one. How does it feel? Now that it's done for you, your supporters, your sister Amanda, who's a huge part of the stable, how does it feel when I now say, uh, joining us on the line, Steve Telfer, Premiership winning trainer? Yeah, look, it's a real big thrill. Like, um, you know, I've got to say, it's, um, you know, pretty chuffed about it all, um, and uh, you know, really pleased to have, um, really pleased to have done it with my sister Amanda. So, um, you know, she's um, she's very hardworking and. Um, 
there's not too many people that love the horses like she does. So, um, yeah, no, I'm really, really thrilled for her. And, and, and all the supporters, Steve and Jill, and, and the, um, the uh, you know, hundreds of people that have got involved in the syndicates. And, um, yeah, no, just, just um, really thrilled for the stable. And the, and the staff put such a great effort into it too, um, like, you know. So, um, yeah, really thrilled for everyone. All right. It's behind you now. You've won 98 races, you've won the Premiership, you've won a stack of big races and you beat copy that on New Year's Eve. We take a mm. deep breath and we go again. What are the yep. aims for, what, this is going to take some getting used to, uh, for Telfer Cullen for 2023? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haven't had a real chance to um, sit down and work out any, any aims for the year. But, um, you yeah, know, just obviously to continue, you know, continue on in, in the way that we've started and, the, um, you know the the mould that we're we're building, both in the north and south island with the under the Stonewall banner, and um, yeah, so just just really to continue on at this stage, probably more immediately, um, you know the um, two nice horses probably heading to Aussie in late January, early February, and and onto the yearling sales to try and get some more ones, mate. Okay, let's pick those two things apart. The nice horses heading to Sydney, I believe. Get ready to race around September four, and that would be BD Joe, of course, the Open Class horse, and the Philly Carlua flyby. Yeah, yeah, no, no, really, um, really, really pleased with what they've done in the first, you know, the first part of the old season or the end of end of the last season, and um, um, yeah, BD Joe's just had a week off after the Invercargill Cup, and I'm hoping to take him over late January and start him in a free for all just at Menangle on on the fourth of February. And, a fortnight later into the Newcastle Mile, and hopefully he can win his way into the Mile through through that start there. What are the challenges for that as compared with racing horses at home? Because um, obviously I've found in the past with trainers, one of the big issues is who goes with the horse and who looks after it, yep. and are they au fait with the entire system they should be trying to implement? Yeah, yeah, well, look... Um, yeah, Mandy will um, Mandy will travel with them. Um, I don't think she'd let anyone else travel with BD Joe, um, but um, yeah, Mandy will travel with them. She's um, done a lot of travelling around, and, and she's been to Menangle before. Um, and um, you know, it's just a matter of settling in on where we're gonna where we're gonna stay over there at the moment. Um, uh, drivers haven't been sorted out at this stage um, whether whether Tim's going to go over or whether we're just going to um, get someone over there. But um, the main thing is to get the horses well. And um, and um, and and get them over there, over there in in good shape and and ready to go. Is that a crucial factor now for the size of the stable and and the level of investment, which is enormous, by Stonewall, yeah. albeit with people joining in and syndicates later? Do you need to yeah. become players in the Australian market to maximise your earning potential? Um, no, no, probably. Need to is probably a strong word. Probably don't don't need to, but it's probably probably a next step that we'd we'd look at taking. Um, you know, but definitely targeting with the people involved and the money that um, Steve's investing. Um, definitely, definitely trying to get the horses to target the um, the big races where where the money is. Um, and um, off to the sales to get some young ones to to race in that um, in the um, the uh, early stages, the two and three year old, where where most of the money is, mate. 
you have Hayden Cullen, who was formerly with the All-Stars, um, now joining the stable. So what role will he be playing? I know eventually you're going to have two barns in the South yep. Island and he'll be in charge of one of those, but they're not ready yet. So what role does he play in the next three to six months? Yeah, well, um, Hayden and Amanda, are, um, they're having a well-deserved um, break for a couple of weeks and they're going to join us in on um, the 16th of January. Um, you know, we're looking forward to having um, having them come on board and, and, you know, bringing with them some new ideas and, and, and helping us along the way. Um, um, and they're, they're going to be based in the South Island. They're just um, with Mandy, uh, with Mandy travelling to Australia for probably six or eight weeks um, with these um, with these horses. Um, yeah, Hayden and Mandy will just slot in there at um, Dancing on Moonlight. Hopefully the first um, barn will be finished um, in April. And then we'll have the two two bases. We'll st- we'll keep dancing on moonlight going for, you know, for probably the rest of the year as well. So we'll have the two bases um, hopefully by the end of March. When you're in charge of a stable, Steve, like you are, but your sister, who is an adult, she's not she's she's not you know 18, so she's an adult, and so's Hayden Cullen. He's been a premiership winning trainer. He's been a top trainer yep. with Mark Purden. Yep. How does the role work with? with getting everybody on the same page, is it a case that you're in charge and your training philosophy uh, spills downward through the team or do you have your ideas and sometimes Amanda and you mix them up and is Hayden going to bring his ideas? Because a lot of people listening to this would say, for example, there's a lot of training partnerships. You know, There's often a senior yep. training partner. Is this your role in your stable or do you see yourself with another senior like Hayden coming on board that there might be more room for trying different things? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely with Hayden coming on and the experience, um, the experience that he's bringing. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be, definitely be um, expanding and trying, you know, learning new things. If you, the day you stop learning in this game is the day you stop going forward, mate. So, um, you know, um, we'll definitely be um, be looking to advance, you know, our training techniques and, and the things we do. And um, Hayden, Hayden and Amanda will be, you know, and my sister will be a big part in that. So, um, um, but in the end of the day, Mick, um, uh, my, my decision, my decision will be final. So, uh, yeah, no, I'll oversee everything. Um, but, you know, part of being, part of being in charge is listening to the, the good people that you have. And that's, that's why you employ them. You mentioned something about two and a half minutes ago about the sales and, and you and Steve Stockman, who's the boss of Stonewall Stud, uh, have been enormous purchases at the sales in the last couple of years and it's incredibly important to the industry. When does that process start? Because we hear of lots of the galloping trainers and also there's agents in galloping. We don't really have many agents in harness racing. You hear people talk about, I was on the farm four months ago, then we go for a second look on the farm and then we go down to Karaka five days in a row and look at them. What's your process for the yearlings you're interested in? How many are on the long list? uh, And when does that process start? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's already started. Um, Steve, Steve's actually been on a couple of tours, um, north and south, and had a look at a, a few of the yearlings, um, uh, pretty much all of them. So he's given me a little bit of a, a little bit of a list of the ones he likes. Um, but um, yeah, look, Jill and I, Jill and I are just having a week off in Waiheke. Um, uh, haven't opened the book yet, but um, when we get, when we get back, it'll be um, it'll be full stead into it. So. Um, 
Um, yeah, the North Island tour through the through the sales is around the 20th of January, and then we'll pop to Christchurch, and they do two or three days down there, and then we'll also go down to Southland and do their one, which is um, a week before the sales begin. Um, we'll make a list up, and then um, and then I'll I'll go around with our vets in Montgomery and. Um, and um, yeah, we'll get into them, get into the ones we like a bit more thoroughly, mate. So um, yeah, pretty much, uh, you know, pretty much when I get back from holidays, probably the next five or six weeks will be be full on, full on into sorting out which ones we want. With the galloping community, because there's a far more stallion diversity, and, and there's a lot more families to be involved in. You often hear people who are more on type because there's so many different families. Whereas in harness racing, there's a lot less families. And you'll know horses from all of these families. We all know the Chris and me family. We all know those those breeds of horses. Do you find yourself being a page man, like you like the breed of a certain horse, or are you a type man? Because obviously, again, the standard breeds tend to look a lot more similar on type than, say, the diversity for the gallopers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely a I'm definitely a type definitely a type person. Make, um, when I go through the um, through the um, tours and have a look at them all, um, I probably I probably don't look at the page to be honest, and, until I've looked at the horse, um, and then um, and then the page has got to back up back up what I what I what I see. So um, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely type first, and then. Um, page page comes second but um i think you've got to have as many things in your favor as you can when you're when you're picking them out so that's hence why we get the get our vet who we we uh, we get on very well with and trust to um to look over them as well once we've um once we've made a few a few decisions mate you've had tim williams coming north as he did last night to drive the franklin cup winner alter wise guy uh, he obviously can't keep that up forever so Ben Butcher, who did a wonderful job for you and left under very good terms because he was moving with his partner back to the Waikato, was your lead driver in the North yep. Island. Who do you see fulfilling that role heading forward? Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, we we just want to wish Ben all the best in in everything he does. You know, from here on in, he was a, a great part of our success and and um, you know, helping us put us on the right road and. Um, you know, we got on very well with Ben, and you know, we hope, wish him all the best. And he's um, getting married later in January, so wish him all the best for that. But uh, um, yeah, look, James Stormont, um, he's going to come on. Um, he's just started working half days, and he's probably going to start working full time for us in um, in a couple of weeks. And um, yeah, no, we're really looking forward to um, building a relationship with um, with James Stormont now as our senior senior um, our senior driver and um, Alicia's um, on board as our, our junior driver. And, um, yeah, so we're pretty much going to use those two up here, Mick. Um, you know, we'll still use Ben from time to time. And, and you know, when the situation um, arises and through the big races, Tim will probably still still fly up with the carnival, a lot of the carnival switching up to the North Island from February through to through to May. So, um, yeah, but James will be the, James will do in the bulk of our driving up north. Well, Steve, it's been an amazing uh, last couple of years for you. Congratulations on it all. Can you leave us with the horse we should follow from the stable? Who's a horse who somewhere in the next month's going to win a race, if all things go well, and we can all make some money? Because, Steve, it's an expensive time of year. People spend money on food and drink. We need some help. 
Yeah, no, yeah. Some of them's got more expensive lifestyle than others. Oh, them, know, but, but... Cut it out. You're the one buying $300,000 yearlings. <laughs> yeah, no, look, um, yeah, look, no, I've got a, um, we're starting to get into our two-year-olds, um, uh, you know, that have just, just turned two today. Um, and I've got a filly um, that's going to trial later in January that I've got a lot of time for. And, um, um, don't ask me how to pronounce her name. Make it A K A T E A. Akatia. Akatia. Yeah, art major filly out of Better Be Amazed, and um, I, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think she's uh, a quality filly that's going to measure up to the best of them. I can hear Jill in the background there. Behind every good horse trainer, there is either a, a wife or a partner or someone with more brains. I can hear her saying Akatia. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're spot on there, mate. Hey, Steve, congratulations to you, to Big Steve, to Jill, to a lot of staff. There must be a hell of a lot of people yeah. working there, mate, on what you've achieved. It was wonderful to see you go out with the exclamation mark on the season. And, mate, we're looking forward to seeing where the big machine gets steered into for 2023. Go have an enjoyable couple of days off. No worries. Thanks. Thanks for your time, mate. Steve Telfer um, does a super job. He's now in charge of the, yeah, it is the powerhouse of harness racing.